Hey y'all, I'm Mandy Kay. And I'm Kelly Lee. And together, we're going to be talking about Southern fried pop culture. Mandy has a podcast called Pop Culturally Deprived, where she talks about movies and shows that she's missed out on. And Kelly has a podcast called Southern Fried Scholar, where she talks about lifelong learning because she spent a lot of time in school, but also missed out on many movies and shows. So on this show, we're going to talk about our experiences of Southern culture through the lens of stories that are set in the South, feature Southern characters, or are Southern flavored in some way. And we're also going to be drinking while we podcast because cocktails are a staple of the South. So tonight I'm drinking vodka lemonade. How about you? Rum and Sprite for me tonight. That amazing song was written just for us and the show by the wonderfully amazing and talented Jazzy Bentley. Thank you, Jazzy. <laughs> Jazzy is one half of the podcast Moo Point, and I can't say enough amazing things about her. If you like the show, friends, Moo Point is definitely a podcast you should be listening to. And if you liked what you heard of our theme song, stay tuned until the very, very end so you can hear the full song in all of its glory. I love this song so much. I do too, and it gets stuck in my head like every day now. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. Okay, Mandy, tell us about you and your experience growing up in the South. I grew up in a very small town in the uh, coastal region of North Carolina. And when I say grew up, I mean like up until the age of 10. Uh, when I was 10, I ended up kind of more in the middle of the state in an actual city. <laughs> <laughs> but in my most formative years and the ones that really started to turn me into the person that I eventually became, uh, those years I was in this teeny tiny, very small, very southern town. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. you know, it's one of those towns where there are more churches than anything else. Yeah. There's a lot of family in, in that town. Um, it's kind of like a one-family town, or at least it was back then. And and so was kind of one of those things where everybody knew who the Ottaways were. And, you know, the Ottaways ran things in the town a little bit. Now, I was too young to really have anything to do with any of that. It was just kind of something I picked up on. Mm -hmm. uh, no stoplight in the town when I was young. There are stoplights now, but there weren't back then. I had a, a grandma and a granddaddy, not a grandma and a grandpa, uh, and my granddaddy was a soybean farmer. Uh, so really, anything that you can think about that's kind of stereotypically Southern, like, mm -hmm. it probably happened to me when I was a kid. You know, we went to church every week. We definitely wore Easter dresses every year and the little Easter bonnets and things like that because Easter mm -hmm. was a big thing because we got a new dress for Easter every year like mm. Easter dress shopping was a thing and huh. when you went to the store around Easter time all that was out for the little girls were beautiful dresses and wow. I don't see that anymore I can't remember the last time I saw that in the store hmm. but I do remember that definitely when I was a kid it, it was a thing it was very different for me. I have never been Easter dress shopping. Really? Mm-mm. Never. 
Oh, it was so much fun. I feel like I need to find, I have some pictures of me um, from at least one Easter where I'm holding the little Easter basket. I have a little white hat on and this beautiful little <laughs> dress. I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> I have one picture when I was very, very young in an Easter dress and a bonnet, but it was a one-time thing. Yeah, no, it was definitely a thing for us. Um, I don't know why Easter was bigger than Christmas, which is interesting because now as an adult, Christmas is my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, Kelly, why don't you tell us about how you grew up Southern? So, I grew up mostly in Georgia, um, but also lived in North Carolina for a little bit and spent a few years in Florida, but I don't really count that as the South. And in Georgia, you know, they say if you're in Atlanta, they want to know what business you're in. And if you're in Savannah, they want to know what your favorite drink is. But if you're in Macon, they want to know where you go to church. And when I think of middle Georgia, I think of the buckle on the Bible belt. And that was where I grew up. So it's a lot of tainted religion and racial hatred and misogyny and football and oppressive heat and humidity and poverty and ignorance and a crippled education system. So I don't think it's a lot of nostalgia on my part. Right. And it wasn't a small town, you know, so I don't have that small town Southern experience. But I do also think of my grandmothers and boiled peanuts and peaches and lightning bugs and warm southern nights and thunderstorms and dancing in the rain outside and kissing at the county fair and Spanish moths and live oak trees and music and those honey-dipped accents and, you know, just this feeling of grace. So it's, it's kind of a complicated love story for me, and it's all about the romance of place, which I think so much of... Southern literature and Southern story is, is just a place-based experience. Absolutely. I think I think you just described my childhood, too, <laughs> so much better than I did. Um, so we're just going to go with that. <laughs> when you're raised in the South, certain things are expected of you, particularly if you're a girl. Oh, yeah. Manners are very important. You're raised to say yes, ma'am, and no, sir. You always say thank you. And you don't call adults by their first name. And many of the things that we would call Southern culture have been stereotyped and caricatured in the media. So what Kelly and I want to do is examine how that Southern culture is portrayed in the media. Yes, and I'm really fascinated by the portrayal of Southern manners and traditions in the media and also by the subtext and undercurrent of the expectations and experiences of Southern characters in all kinds of stories. So this is going to be fun, (laughs) y'all. We are starting with what may be one of the most beloved Southern movies of all times, which is still Magnolias. So tune in for our first full episode of Southern Fried Pop Culture on December 7th. Mandy, where can folks find you? Well, I am on Twitter at Mandy K, or you can find me and my other show, Pop Culturally Deprived, at eloquentgushing.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Kelly Jones at southernfriedscholar.com or the Southern Fried Scholar podcast or on the Big Strong Yes podcast with Lonnie Diane Rich. Thanks, y'all. Southern Fried Pop Culture is an Eloquent Gushing production. For more information, please visit eloquentgushing.com or visit us on Twitter at Eloquent Gushing.
Just an old man. 